श्री गौरी वैष्णव गुरु परंपरा की जाए कोई भक्त बिंद की जाए मॉर्निंग एवरीवन थैंक यू फॉर कमिंग आई नो दिस इज सो अनस्केड्यूल्ड एंड इम्प्रॉम्प्टू सो यू मे हैव गोन आउट ऑफ योर वे कम हियर एंड चेंज योर स्केड्यूल्स सो appreciate the inconvenience you've may have undertaken for the cause of hearing hari kata um as as requested by one of the enthusiasts amongst us <laughs> so um we uh of course uh I'm meeting with some of you here in North Carolina at this location this morning for the first time since I've come this time, right? Some of you were came down and visited me in Hillsboro, but I haven't seen Ekenoff and Nitripti yet. Hello, so um nice to be with you. Yeah. Nice to be with you. And um we have approaching us of course uh, as you know the month of kartik which is a very auspicious month swalapam mm. urukaraka it is mentioned in the padma purana shri rupa goswami propod cites it in bhakti rasamrita sindhu as well um with regard to the angas of of vaidhi bhakti mm, observance of the damodar month another name for the uh, kartik month sanatan goswami pru has reasoned that as krishna has said in gita that among monks months excuse me i am the the uh, agrahayana or margashirsa is another name for that it's the following vaishnav month hmm? um that that gives us cause to consider the month that precedes his month to be radha's month because as we know it's always radha krishna radha manan mohan radha govinda um radha gopinath except for kishore kishori of course in the prabhupada's deities in chicago about which he was asked why radha's name comes second and he said oh save the best for the last so uh she's first in other words uh, in, in either in either case um in any situation so um so because we are entering the kartik i think maybe in just a few days the 17th or 18th of, of this month i had thought uh, to speak a little bit about radha tatva and we we did that to some extent um just south of here i guess it is right in hillsboro for a few days and of course we 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 entered into that sacred um realm uh, sacred tatva sacred truth um through the 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 uh, the venue of chaitanya mahaprabhu's um leela which is appropriate way to uh enter into krishna leela if not the the only way into the enter into the braj leela and um in doing so we we emphasized the fact that chaitanya mahaprabhu gore is krishna is a point we 
phrase again and again and again, a very important point. Gore is Krishna, means Gore is not an avatar of Krishna. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is, is avatari, just as, as Krishna himself is. And the, although there are some verses cited by, the, by our acharyas from the sacred texts to establish that, to demonstrate that, <clears throat> of course, that they, they, they work for the faithful. Um, other sampradayas render them differently, think about them differently. They don't find Chaitanya Mahaprabhu there necessarily. But Goswamis, they did their homework, so to speak. They reasoned well, on the one hand, that the, the ecstasy and, and love of God that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu uh, embodied, personifies, it has to be in the scripture somewhere, and it's in a very central must take a very central position. This is just very common sense approach. In other words, you can say you cannot say, well, he, he's showing such extraordinary love of God, but it's not in the book. So we have to discount it. It's the other way around. The book has to fit around this somehow. If we haven't understood the book in such a way that it accommodates this and finds a place for this, and if not a, a, a central place, as I'm saying, well, then we haven't understood the book very well was kind of their approach. And so they they found verses, verses from, for example, in Bhagavad, our main book, the 11th Canto, that were never ever rendered like that before. Sri Jiva Goswami's rendering of Krishna Varnam, Tisa Krishnam, Sangu Pangastra Parshnam, Yagnaistam, Kirtana Praya, Yajantihi, Sunedasa, such a verse like this, when we hear his explanation, echoed, repeated, uh, uh, insightfully, of course, by by our uh, Prabhupada as well, we think, how could it say, you know, <laughs> it's so obvious what it says. Uh, and the preceding verses as well. Um, it, it, how could it have another reading? But uh, there are other readings of it uh, and uh, and so on. So that is one way, of course, in which we seek following in the footsteps of our previous acharyas to establish this fact, uh, an important fact for sadhakas to, uh, to understand but the other way, and I believe the more substantial way, an insightful way that says so much about Gaudiya Vaishnavas hmm, um, in terms of understanding Krishna, is the other way is, is as the Gaudiyas have done, we have done, is plumbed the depths of the psychology of Krishna. That's an incredible idea. Hmm? What is the, what is the what is the <laughs> inner psychology of the in in the context of the love life? of the Absolute, and looking at that very deeply. And who would even think to do that? Hmm? They, they found the Genesis in the, in the heart, very the heart or the zenith, the acme of Krishna Lila in Bhagavad Raspancha Jai, the five chapters about the Rasa Lila. Everything builds up to that. The preceding chapters and all the chapters after that are all, if we understood them properly, all reflecting back on that, showcasing that. And there, in the heart of that, we find uh, as deep, I want to say, as you can go into Krishna Lila, you find yourself suddenly in Gaur Lila. Hmm? And so, uh, if, you, if you look at it carefully, you see, yes, there has to be a Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. There, there has to be. Krishna desires, he's Rasaraj, so he's the king of, of Rasa king of love, but he sees a measure of love in Radhika that exceeds anything 
within his own experience. So this is a problem, if you will, for him. What, a, what an extraordinary theological uh, problem. <laughs> and he asks these qu the questions that are, the, the, as penned by Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami, that are the highest theological questions. You know, in Western society, um, um, there is a fair amount of uh, theology over the centuries, beginning with the Catholics. Um, and arguments for the existence of God, and these are the type, mostly the questions about God are questions about whether he exists or not. These aren't the questions of Chaitanya Charitamrita. These are, these are the questions of God. And God is wondering about his existence. What is the nature of it? Is there some limit to it? Is there, of course, it's all resolved in that Radha and Krishna are one. But um, in the context of the Leela, we find Krishna pining for happy, uh, experiencing a necessity to taste himself from Radha's perspective. And no other avatar would even think like that. No other avatar has the quality of Prema Madhurya, Venu Madhurya, Rupa Madhurya, um, Leela Madhurya, Prema Madhurya. These are the four qualities of Krishna that even Narayana doesn't possess. So similarly, no avatar of his is surrounded. In this instance, I'm speaking about the one quality, Prema Madhurya, a special... This is this is Lakshmi Sahasrasata Sambarma Sevyamano, Sevyamano, a very special kind of love. Hmm? Not like Lakshmi's love. And there are Lakshmi Sahasra, Gokul Taruni Mandala Mohite. There are thousands of them. Hmm? such Lakshmis, endowed with a very special kind of love. This is Prema Madhurya. And so, no other avatar has, is it even, even, even in proximity to such a thing, to even think about it, to question about it, to entertain the thought. Only Krishna will entertain such a thought. And so, who, it's only Krishna who will seek to experience it. So, and he does. And he must. In the Bhagavatam, that's what he's doing. So, so in this way, I would say more substantially, we can make the case than by citing verses which could be rendered other ways, and they are by different sampradayas, by examining the, 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 the psychology of Sri Krishna. And who would, have, as I say, who would have thought of such an idea? Hmm? How deeply involved the Gaudiya people are with Krishna? Hmm? to have come to this uh, insightful conclusion that there must be another Leela, a parallel Leela, an extended Leela, an entourage type of Leela that makes up for the shortcomings of Krishna Leela, in which Krishna could not taste the limits of love. So, Gore is Krishna. This is a very important ontological uh, kind of point for us. And... Who's been smoking? <laughs> Not, no, it wasn't you. <laughs> there we go, okay. So, it, it's, it's a big enough point to digest, but in, in, in Gaudiya Vaishnavism, there's never a dull moment. So, once we've...
There we go. Once we've uh, understood, at least theoretically, that gore is Krishna, then we're taught that gore is is Radha. So it's very confusing. And 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 this side of him, of course, is obvi- arguably the more important side. That he's Krishna is important, and we have to know that, and understand that, in order to underst- understand. The, the fact that he's Radha. Sri Krishna Chaitanya, Radha Krishna Nahayanya, Rupa Nuga, Janyara Jivan. So this is the life of the followers of Rupa Goswami, that Sri Krishna Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Radha and Krishna combined. We find in Shikshastakam his teaching that he is seeking to enter into that. In the last verse of those sacred eight prayers, Kaviraj Goswami says, this is Radha speaking. He's successful. He's, he, 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 he's arrived there. So, uh, just an introductory uh, note I'm, I'm, I'm offering with regard to what we have been speaking about for those of you who haven't been with us, and how if we, if we reasoned, and I believe well, uh, if we are to talk about Radha's love uh, and invoke her uh, uh, blessing and so forth for the month of Kartik, her, her month approaching us, we have to enter that sacred domain through Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Mitra sang, sang Narottam's verse, hmm, among others, Sri Chaitanya Manobhistam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Svayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Svapadantikam He's pining, Narottam Thakur, that what Rupa Goswami knows about Chaitanya, the Manobhistam, the heart of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, that that will come within me. And I could understand that. Hmm? That heart, of course, is is what is Radha's sentiments for Krishna. Hmm? So this is the highest ideal of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. So along those lines, I want to speak a little bit more uh, about Gorlila today. And um, uh, I wasn't planning this this discussion, but um, when I was asked to give a class. Um, I thought this this might be an interesting section, and it somewhat ties into what, what we've been speaking about thus far. It's um, from Chaitanya Charitamrita. The the uh, the Rathiyatra pastimes, of course, are very central. This is where Mahaprabhu sang a song from Kavi Prakash, which is a secular Ras Shastra, a book of uh, poetry and and, and drama. Um, uh, and he sang that during the Rathiyatra. And of course, he was misunderstood by some people. Why is he singing a, a pop forty song, and which is what was what it could be compared to at the time during the Rathiyatra, the sacred festival of Jagannath? Which he's the Lord of the universe. There are many conceptions about Jagannath, Dave. Who is he? Even the Buddha, the tantric Buddhists worship Jagannath, and the, the Shankarites worship. There's other Pujaris there today. Um, so many different religious conceptions. People from all over are coming. He's the Lord of the universe. He shows himself in different ways. But the way in which Chaitanya Mahaprabhu saw him, Chaitanya Dev saw him sporting a peacock feather and and bearing a flute. Hmm? This is described in Chaitanya Charitamrita. Uh, so his vision of Jagannath, this is what Chaitanya Charitamrita wants to bring out. And... Rupa Goswami could understand it, of course. When he sang that secular love song 
Rupa Goswami wrote his own verse describing what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was thinking and feeling to the embarrassment of Mahaprabhu himself. Hmm? Um, so again, we had talked about, uh, I didn't bring this up this morning, but earlier we had talked about if we want to understand something about Radha, we have to go to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Where will we go from there? To Rupa Goswami. Hmm? He was empowered, as mentioned in Chaitanya Charitamrita. Sancharja rupe vadanot prabhu sa. Sancharja rupe, that nija shakti uta, with great uta, with great enthusiasm. Chaitanya Mahabhu, nija shakti, invested sancharja rupe in Rupa Goswami, his own shakti. And why? So that the, the Brindabhaniyam Rasakilivartam, that the pastimes of Radha and Krishna in Vrindavan might be might be uncovered. Hmm? Kalinalupta means they were covered by time. It means they were still out and about. People tell the stories hmm? about Krishna Leela. Kids know them and so forth. Your kids may know them. <laughs> And uh, in, in, in India at the time, you know, they're out uh, of, of such writing of Chaitanya Charitamrita. They were known, but what is the what is the meaning behind it? What is the significance? What is the the philosophical canvas on which this art of Krishna Lila is is manifest is is drawn? Hmm? So Rupa Goswami was invested with the power from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to to explain this. Krishna's copyright, this is his verse, says, just like Brahma was empowered by Krishna at the dawn of creation with Vedic knowledge to spread it and disseminate it and so forth. So this is our parampara, Krishna coming again as Gore and investing the power in Rupa Goswami to kind of found the tradition and and uh, write the book, see in the other Goswamis. Hmm? So, and here in Arathayatra Leela, it is Rupa Goswami that it, it's demonstrated by his pen. He understood what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was about. And what he's about is Radha's love. So this is the side of him. He's Krishna, but he's Radha. We need to understand that also, at least theoretically. That will give us a, a, in a conceptual orientation that will foster our progress as we practice. So in this section, there's, of course, a number of beautiful uh, Chapters. We used to have a festival at Audaria, Northern California. We had for like six, five, six years in a row where we would discuss these for one week long, three classes a day, and then we would go to the San Francisco Rathiatra until they stopped me from coming. <laughs> That's another story, but another Leela. I'm sure there's some meaning behind it. <laughs> but uh, we didn't mean any harm there. Um, so anyway, I want to enter a particular section here that's that's uh, interesting and um, somewhat relevant to the discussion. Um, it's the beginning of the 14th chapter. And, Emoto Prabhu Achen Premera Avesh Hen Kale Prataprudra Kodila Pravesh While Mahaprabhu was resting in ecstatic love, Raj Prataprudra entered the garden. So this is the story of the king who in previous chapters has come up repeatedly wanted to get the darshan of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He wanted to get the darshan of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. But Mahaprabhu, of course, was not inclined to give the darshan to the king that, for the, uh, 
because he thought his position might be compromised. Because people would think, oh, he's, he's bought and paid for by the king. Hmm. Uh, something like that. Uh, on the basis of this, Prabhupada would not go and see one of the prime ministers. He did want to see Indira Gandhi. <laughs> but uh, when Indira Gandhi was different, when, what is his name? Uh, I forget, who, someone who followed him in Prabhupada's time as the prime minister replaced her for a short time, I think. And he was a Hindu. He proclaimed himself to be a Hindu and religious in a way that Indira Gandhi did not. And because he did, then Prabhupada said that he had an opportunity to meet him in Bombay. And he said, well, he should come to me. He cited this example in Chaitanya Charitamrita that the, the king should come to the sannyasi. Hmm. Uh, so anyway, Mahaprabhu would not uh, was was concerned that his reputation might not be uh, might be spoiled in the eyes of of the general public. Hmm. But Pratapurta Maharaj, of course, was more than a king. Hmm. He was a great devotee, and he and he wisely sought the counsel of Bhattacharya Sarvabhauma, who, along with Kasinath, uh, were the veritably the gurus of, of of the Raj in Puri, and having been converted themselves, of course, the king was converted, and all of Puri was converted by the young Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, only twenty five years old. It's hard to imagine that we've all my, well, most of us here have been twenty five, not all of us, <laughs> and uh, he was taking over the the subcontinent and setting in motion the the, the tsunami, if you will. That we're we're still. Um, gasping for breath under the influence of... Um, so, the Raj seeks the counsel of the Bhattacharya and he advises him very well. Sarvabhuma upadeshe chadi Raj vesha ekal vashna vesh korilo pravesh Sarvabhuma Bhattacharya upadesh chadi Raj vesh So what the king advised, the Bhattacharya advised him that you should take off your Rajvesh, the dress of a king, hmm? the worldly dress. So there was a worldly dress at the time. And conversely, what? Ekal Vaishnavish Korilopravesh. There was also a Vaishnavish. I've heard these days some people make an argument that there's no such thing as the Vaishnav dress. Hmm? that uh, Krishna didn't wear a dhoti, it's not a Sanskrit word or something like that. An argument is made like this for doing away with the devotional attire in the, in the Western um, world for the sake of preaching. And uh, when the point is, made, is raised that, well, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna and he dressed like this, then the argument is, is given that, well, that was the common dress of everybody. Everybody wore a dhoti, so it was no special dress. Therefore, we should just wear the common dress and um, and we'll be following the example of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. There's no such thing as a, as a particular Vaishnava dress. But here we find evidence for the contrary. There was the worldly dress. This is the dress of the king. And, in the con- and within that um, social um, um, scene, setting, there was a Vaishnava dress. Indeed, Mahaprabhu's Vaishnava dress, that is the Trikacha, is pleated in three ways. Hmm? Um, his in a white uh, dhoti in Nadia, this is the ideal of the Gaudias. Here, of course, he dresses as a sannyasi. So we have both things here. Hmm? 
we have the fact that there is a Vaishnav dress. Hmm? That has meaning, that has value for us. Hmm? We want to enter into Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Leela. Our, our, our practice is to become, to, to develop Dasya Bhav for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. That means worship in Nabadweep, whereby you can live in Vrindavan. Just as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu revealed to his intimate associates in Sri Vasangam, hmm, and you are Sri Dhamma Brahman, and you are so and so, and you are so and so. So he will show us also through Namsan Kirtan. This Namsan Kirtan was behind closed doors at first. The Holy Love Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was then opening the doors, taking this Krishna Sankirtan to the street. And if you follow the Leela, he leaves Puri, he ta- excuse me, Navadvip, he takes sannyas, he travels and so forth. And all this traveling and preaching, it ends up in the Gambira. Hmm? And now his practice has become very internal. Hmm? And he's, he's entering into Vrindavan. And Vrindavan, Navadvip is the Gupta Vrindavan. So that Srivasang, that Kirtan, Rasa Kirtan, in the courtyard of Shiva, Stalker. This is non-different from Vrindavan. Hmm? So we want to enter into, there's another way of saying it, the courtyard of Shiva, Stalker. We want to enter into that kirtan, but we're not trying to get in with our shoes on. Hmm? We're, we're, we're thoughtful enough to know that we don't have the qualifications, so we petition. Hmm? And we engage ourselves um, appropriately relative to our eligibility. We have a high ideal, we're not illiterate about it. We know what it is, but we know how high it is too. Hmm? We want to enter the Vrindavan Leela, and we are very thoughtful. We go through Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Leela. Let us end, the whole teaching of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Leela is how to enter into the Kirtan at Sangam. He came out to teach that hmm? in different stages. So we want to enter in there. But we also have some sense of what it is. Hmm? And so we conduct ourselves accordingly. Like I've said, you go into the mall and you say, you want to go to room 108 and you look on the map and it's there and it also says, and you are here. So you have to know both things and then you have to focus on the next step ahead. Hmm? If you only focus on 108, then you may bump into the wall if you're looking up there rather than at the floor in front of you, the steps that you have to take. Hmm? So some theoretical knowledge of the goal, a prayogen, prem prayogen, this is important. Hmm? And then where we are, and how to go from here to there. And of course, Mahaprabhu in general, Sankirtan, this is the way. This is his way. He's now doing the Sankirtan Leela. This is not the Leela that, 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 that is our ideal. Hmm? Here, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was dressed as a sannyasi. Guru Kripa Maharaj had little Gornitai deities, you may know, you know, in the, in the day. Yeah, he still does. Uh, nobody, very few people had their own deities. We all lived at temples and and, and there were te- deities that Prabhupada installed, but a couple of people Prabhupada authorized to have their own deities. I don't remember the story of how Guru Kripa got authorized. Jamuna had deities. I think they were taken maybe from from Japan, is it? And she's taken, she, until she passed away, she and Dina Tarani took care of those deities for years. Prabhupada told me, wrote me a letter that I could have Gornatai deities and take them in a chest and travel with them. And so I still have those deities and worship them. They're not with me at the moment, but uh, and I have them at Audarium. But at any rate, I went to see Prabhupada and, and, and he was in Chicago for the Rathiatra and one year. 
and I was speaking with him, and I said, Prabhupada, um, Guru Kripa was a very competitive type of a person, which was had its charm, and so he would dress his deities very opulently. He was also a big, big collector. I was a big collector, but I sent it all to Ramaswar, <laughs> and the BBT had lived out of a little bag <laughs> of books, so we would empty the bag out of books and fill our clothes and go to the next airport and then fill it with books, And so, as you know. So... Um, uh, uh, my deities were a little impoverished comparatively, but uh, but there was a wealth of affection with which, which, which with which they were served. And so anyway, I went to Providence, and Guru Kripa had had bought this like platinum had this Japan made this platinum mudangas for Gore and Nitai and 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 gold uh, staffs, sannyasi staffs, and he dressed them like sannyasis. And I had never seen that. I thought that's interesting. So I asked Prabhupada about it. I said, Prabhupada, Guru Kripa, he dressed his deities like sannyasis. And Prabhupada said, we do not do that. Hmm? We do not like to think of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as a sannyasi. And of course, I love to think of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as a sannyasi. Here we're talking about his sannyas lila, and it's so instructive to us. In his sannyas lila, he gives the whole teaching to Rupa Siksha, Sanatan Siksha, hmm? um, the whole, all the Rathayatra lila, so many lilas. Hmm? And so Prabhupada went on to say, that we like to think of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in That's why Nityananda Prabhu broke his danda. Hmm? Hmm? Uh, he's talking about, we like to think of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as a sannyasi, but he's talking about the ideal in the Nitya-lila, by the grace of our gurus, when we enter there, we'll enter into the Navadvip lila that is, has no Aishvarya, that is purely Madhurya. Hmm? The sannyas danda is some aishvarya. I mean, I'm, you know, dressed in a different color here, you know, sitting 12 inches, you know, above everybody. There's some aishvarya. Hmm? There's some distance. We don't want any distance between ourselves and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. We want to go in a kirtan with him to Chaitanya, to, to, like to Nimaipa, to the Trivasangam hmm? every evening. Hmm? This is the idea. So Prabhupada was talking about that, hmm? that ideal. And he was in a very beautiful and, and charming way. And we don't like this sannyasa. Think of this in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as a sannyasi. He's talking like an inhabitant of Nabadweep for the moment. You know, like I would see sometimes, and I'm sure others had experienced that Prabhupada seemed to like wrestle himself down to, to talk to us. And, and But at this point, he seemed to be not wrestling himself down, but kind of wrestling me up uh, in a way. Don't think of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu like that. Of course, we do at times, and it's appropriate, but our worship of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he's talking about the deed, our worship, we'll worship him as as he appears in, 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 in Nadia, hmm? in Navadvip. Hmm? Here again, he's dressed as a sannyasi, and Sarvabhoma is instructing the king, you can dress like a Vaishnav. It means... Folded dhoti in the three three ways, like Mahaprabhu did, trikacha, white dhoti, simple dress, of course, the ornaments of the tosi, mala, kunti uh, mala, and, and tilak, and, and so on and so forth. Prabhupada, in his commentary here, it's brief. I'm sure most of you are familiar with it. He, he's one of the places in which he, 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 he uh, feels that he has given scriptural support for the idea of wearing non-Vaishnav dress. So, there's two sides to everything, right? There's, there has to be a little, little nuance. We said there is a Vaishnava dress, 
but, but there's a place for non-Vaishnava dress. Indeed, in one sense, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is wearing it himself. He's wearing the sannyas vesh. Hmm? Do you understand? <laughs> He's wearing, and this is for, for the sake of preaching. So he changed his clothes hmm, for the sake of, of preaching. It's, you know, the leela of sannyas, and he wanted to get attention of the people and so forth and, uh, and so on. So there's a place for changing the clothes for dressing. I can remember when it came up first, at least as far as I recall, when we were in Los Angeles and we had the bright idea that there are so many people at the Los Angeles airport coming from so many cities and countries and we could go there and sell books and they would go from one place, they would go to so many places. So it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a theoretically a, a great, hypothetically a great spot to go and sell Prabhupada's books. Of course, it was illegal, so we put on secular clothes. And in those days, in Los Angeles, at New Dwarka, pretty much the system was, for the brahmacharis, you'd wake up in the morning and there'd be these four barrels of clothes, towels, dhotis, you know, copins, or whatever. And you'd go there and, you know, like, you were renounced, so you wouldn't pick which one. you just like... <laughs> and so... Uh, <laughs> There were no secular clothes. There were no shoes except like rubber, you know, thong, pool thongs or something like that. <laughs> Luckily, it was Los Angeles and the weather was usually pretty clement there. But at any rate, we had to come up with some secular clothes. We must have looked really ridiculous at the airport. I think I had like a, you know, like a ski cap on or something like that <laughs> the first time I went. At any rate, the news got out to Prabhupada that we were... In, in putting on secular clothes, and he was very, um, uh, he was bothered by that because he was led to believe that we were liking to put on the secular clothes and not liking the Vaishnava dress, and we were again becoming hippies. So he wrote to Karandra, they are again becoming hippies, you know, it should be stopped. And Karandra brought us in, and, and he, could he, he knew that we weren't really interested in wearing those clothes at all. We, I was always even when I, when it later, of course, became authorized, I, I never had a preference to wear them, and I would never wear them in front of Prabhupada or before the deity. And Prabhupada would come, and I would be selling books at the airport when he would arrive uh, a couple of years in, in a row. Then I would change and meet him, and then he would go off with everybody back to the temple, and I would change back because it was like a Friday or a Saturday at the airport. And it was a busy time, and I would you know, sell more books and so forth. So we didn't have at all any interest in, in. We wanted to dress like Prabhupada dressed, you know, like like uh, like in Vaishnava dress, as it as it's described here. But there was a place for changing the dress, and for us it was an austerity. And so, of course, we had to craft a letter to Prabhupada explaining what the actual situation was. And we did, and then he gave his blessing. Here he writes about it. He wrote about it in the seventh canto, also with regard to Nard Muni, when Nard Muni secretly came and preached to uh, Prahlad in the womb of his mother. Hmm? Probably kind of stretching it here to get a spiritual, you know, scriptural precedent <laughs> uh, <laughs> for his uh, preaching. But he said, for preacher, there are no rules. Right? If, but, but don't you take it, <laughs> that you're a preacher. He told us that in one morning walk in Chicago. Um, so at any rate, here he, 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 he makes the point that sometimes the Vaishnavas will change their dress and, and so forth. So there's a place for that, but, but there's a place for liking the Vaishnav dress hmm? also. 
There's a place for that. There's a, there's a, there, we have been given a sadhaka deya. Our body is not a material body anymore. Hmm? Mahaprabhu said, Dikshakala, at the time of diksha, hmm, we get a practitioner's body, a sadhaka deya. Hmm? It's partially material and partially spiritual because sadhaka is, 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 sadhaka is a work in progress. Hmm? So sometimes she has, her senses are preoccupied with sense objects, sometimes his senses are preoccupied with, with spiritual sense objects in Krishna, worshipping the deity, tasting the prasad. And the art, of course, of this all is to make it one-sided. Then the senses are only engaged in Krishna's service, the body is constituted of senses, and it becomes spiritualized. So probably just say we're not the body, we can also say in another way, we are the body, we are a sadhaka day, our body is belongs to Guru and Krishna, we want to take good care of it and 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 and, and use it only in 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 their service. Hmm? It's kind of a body positive take on, and that will take us very much quickly out of the bodily uh, conception of life. So while there's a place for changing the clothes, if need be, for preaching, hmm? or if need be, if you're so if if you're the kind of person that feels intimidated wearing Vaishnav dress in a country where it's not popular and it disturbs your mind, then put on something else and be peaceful and chant Hare Krishna. That's fine. But to, to dispense with the, the Vaishnava dress is, 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 is not very uh, insightful, not very thoughtful. The higher end of our Gaudiya Vaishnavism will be, as, we, as internally, by the grace of Guru and Goranga, we start to identify really deeply with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and his Lila, and we start to feel the things that Prabhupada was instructing me about, for example. I'm interested in the Nabhadvipa Lila in these pastimes. And the fact that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has left Nabhadvipa, that's giving me pain in my heart. Hmm? This Lila, Mahaprabhu told Vishnu Priya, we are to cry hmm? the night before he took sannyas. In this Lila, see who you are, see who I am. In this Lila, we are to cry. Hmm? The Bhagavatam says it nicely. What is that verse? Um, Find your place there. What did he do? Hmm? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was the personification of sacrifice in a sense. He gave up the Raj Lakshmi, Chaktva. Hmm? Vishnu Priya Devi. Why? Hmm? Well, ostensibly because some Brahmin cursed him that he would never have a happy family life. But more deeply, that's his curse. He wanted to chase after the people of the world, hmm? um, bewildered by Maya, daita ipsitam, doita, to show them mercy. He changed his dress, he left his wife, his, all his, I mean, he was, you know, he couldn't have been a more popular hometown boy and comfortable to forego all of that. For why? For you, is the point. For us. Ramasarpu was talking about Prabhupada's sacrifice, and you see the measure of it, and he's good at talking about it in, 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 in great uh, detail. How he gave up, you know, he puts it, how he gave up sleeping for 12 years. 
to 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 make these these leelas and these, this philosophy available to us by staying up at night when we went to sleep hmm? and write books after having managed uh, and traveled hmm, the whole day and many in management there are many trying things that come up that weigh on your mind that they're not easy to get off your mind that you need to have off your mind in a sense to write a philosophical uh, book it's a very extraordinary uh, example that he set and I'm just drawing a parallel hmm, between the kind of sacrifice that he made hmm, and that of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu some people say and Prabhupada was criticized once you know he didn't live in Vrindavan do do the Madhukari going door to door you know the Madhukari is like the bee Madhukari makes honey by going from flower to flower and never staying in one place too long so in Vrindavan the the the, the, the Tyagis the renunciates the, the, the Babajis this would be the practice and it's a good practice they, they go door to door and and whatever the householder gives, you know, that's what they eat for the day. One of my, our God brothers was a Sita Sanyasi, he was in Vrindavan. I met him some years back and um, he told me, we should go to such and such place. I said, why? He says, Madhukari is really good there. I said, you're not doing Madhukari. <laughs> Madhukari is really good there? What do you mean, they got butter chapatis that they hand out? Hmm? That's not Madhukari. Madhukari means, you want a real idea of Madhukari, Turn 69 or whatever it is after you've lived in India your whole life and you're living in Vrindavan and then you go live in New York where you don't even know, <laughs> you know, you don't know anybody and you don't know what anybody, what's on their mind, what's, what they're really about. Mm -hmm. When Prabhupada wrote back trying to get uh, 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 Ryan Marsh to send him a Murdunga, this is a series of letters, uh, and he, he, he writes in one letter, here in New York, there's so many lights on at night it's like day. And he wrote, and everybody's got a car and nobody has a driver. He found that bewildering because in India, everybody, only a rich people person had a car and of course they had a driver. He just found it, you know, you, could, you read that and you realize he's like on another planet, you know. He just went to a different planet and he's trying to figure out, now how am I going to explain to them Krishna consciousness? How am I going to bring, break it down and explain it. It's a, this is what Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, one of his disciples, this is what he meant by Kirtan and how consuming Kirtan is. Therefore he said in his poem, Vaishnav K, Kirtana Prabhave Smarana Swabhavi. If you want to do Smarnam, which is central to Raganuga Bhakti, Lila Smarnam, Raganuga Bhakti has two, we have two bodies, a Sadakadeya and a Siddhadeya. Everybody wants their Siddhadeya. But nobody really cares to engage their sadhakadeya in such a way that you'll get a siddhadeya. Everybody, oh, siddhadeya, can you give me that? Hmm? We have to think, well, and Gurudev, what is your siddhadeya? Hmm? He could as well reply, is there something wrong with this one? The sadhakadeya that just saved your life? Hmm? If you would follow the instruction and use your sadhakadeya appropriately. As I said, when you use this sadhakadeya appropriately, it becomes chinmayananda. It becomes it becomes spiritualized the, to the extent that you do that. Hmm, that siddhadeya will arise internally. There's no other way to get it. Someone could tell you your siddhadeya is such and such. It might be. It might not. But in either case, it's information that need to be realized, hmm, and it will be realized by spiritual practice. And that means a practice that will consume our mind. So Bhakti Sanat Sarsitakur, his extended idea of kirtan was like this. Hmm? 
and it, you, you see the task. Krishnas himself had the task. He had to take the Goswami's writings in Sanskrit. Hmm? This is for educated people. Sanskrit was the, was the language for literate, educated pundits in India. And there weren't printing presses at the time, so there weren't a lot of books. Only a certain sector of people read and taught. They took Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who was a, a Bengali god, in a sense, and tried to make him believable to the rest of the world by locating him on the map of the sacred text and then writing about him in Sanskrit, which was, if you didn't write in Sanskrit, no, no pundits were going to listen to you. So they did that. And here Krishnadas, in his old age, tried to take that Sanskrit and this very high idea of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the full idea of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu given by Rupa Goswami. That's what we find in Chaitanya Charitamrita. He tried to take that and put it in Bengali, common language, and, and hand it out like water, this nectar, like water to everybody. Pujapatridamar hmm? said about Prabhupada, Prabhupada, he said, he said, he said, I am a small person. Hmm. What can I do? He took nectar and gave it out as if it was water hmm. everywhere. Hmm. He was like, this is incredible <laughs> to think about. Hmm. Uh, so the, the, the task, I mean, Krishna's had the same task, to take this and try to you know, explain it to, to, to the common people, if you will. This is the task that we've been charged with by Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasri Thakur and in and, 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 and our lineage of the Bhakti Milad Paribar, our Prabhupada and so forth. And, you know, he was like, like I say, he like flew to another planet. Hmm? Now he's going to try to explain to them, and he began in those early lectures in New York, you can hear him, he's speaking from Chaitanya Charitamrita, trying to figure out, where do I start with this? I'll start with the Chaitanya Charitamrita, and he kind of, I think he quickly kind of like drifted towards the Bhagavad Gita, maybe we we start here, you know, started with like chant 64 rounds and negotiated down, you know, to, to 16 and so on and so forth. But this is the point I'm making. This is very consuming, this idea of kirtan. You have to think, you have to really use your mind. If I tell you, okay, you're initiated now, go chant 64 rounds and sit under that, that tree over there. And, and if somebody brings you food, you know, fine. Otherwise, just keep chanting. It would be difficult to control your mind. Guru <laughs> Kripa Marsh once told me, Years ago, that he that he told Prabhupada that he, he he wanted to he wanted to not to preach, but he wanted to sit and chant. Prabhupada said, "Try it." Mm-hmm. So he had a, there was a straw, you know, the the original straw um, building, straw hut that Prabhupada stayed in, also in Mayapur. So he said, "You stay in there." So Guru Kripa told he told him he's chanting hundred rounds a day. He's chanting and chanting. Someone would just bring him lunch once a day from the offering, put it under the door, and he's chanting, chanting. And he said, after about two weeks. He started to think, are they going to bring that same doll again? You know, are there going to be any sweets today? Uh, you know, his mind started to go on, and then it got worse as time went on, and he stopped, and he went to Prabhupada and said, I tried it, but I couldn't. And Prabhupada said, go out and preach. Try again in 10 years. Hmm? Try it again hmm? and see. Hmm? So, <laughs> so the pre- it's hard. The preaching has great capacity to consume our minds. Hmm? And he said, Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasitagora, I cited it, Kirtana Prabhavi Smarana Swabhavi. This Smarana that is central to Raghunuga Bhakti. Hmm? Raghunuga Bhakti has three aspects. Rupa Goswami is explained in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, Prabhupada decorated in, in, in Nectar Devotion. Remembering the Leelas of Krishna, particularly Leelas of Krishna in, 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 with, with the inhabitants of Vrindavan. Hmm? 
And these, there's overlapping between these three. This is the first one. Second thing, do service in your sadhaka daya and your siddha daya. And four, and three, do vaidhi bhakti. Hmm? And then it's hearing and chanting and all these things. Get a guru and all that. those things are not left out. That's all part of it too. Hmm? And so you can remember the pastimes to some extent, you know, as you try. There's different degrees of remembrance, simple smarnam, hmm? up to Dhruvana Smriti and so forth. Now you try. You can serve in your sadhakadeya, like Prabhupada served, following his example or your guru's example. You can do Vaidhi Bhakti. But to meditate on the or do service in your Siddhadeya, that's a little more difficult. That requires you have to develop ruchi, asakti. In these stages of sadhana, that will be appropriate. Hmm? That will have its place. Hmm? Um, some cleansing of the heart has to come first. Chetadapanamarjanam. Hmm? So this mental absorption is very much very effectively brought about by the consuming a task, if you will, of trying to do this dynamic kirtan and explaining this to, I mean, even to explain it to devotees, it's pretty, pretty in, a way, in, a, in a way that they'll be interested. Hmm? Once Giriraj Maharaj asked me, he said, how is it that Sridhar Maharaj talked about the highest topics, but people didn't get confused by hearing about the higher topics because he was hearing from someone else at the time and he was repeating what that uh, Vaishnava was saying, higher topics, and that and devotees were becoming confused. This is what he told me. And I said, well, you see, that's the difference. Sridhar Maharaj, he talked about the hot, lowest topics in the highest way. Hmm. He didn't talk about all the higher topics. He talked about the lowest topics in the highest way. To hear him talk about you're not the body, it became, it was very interesting. Not, the, not that the way Prabhupada talked about it wasn't, but but we need to hear it sometimes from different angles and so forth, the, the same point. Otherwise you think, I heard that. As soon as you say, I heard that, I'm not the body. Can we hear something else? That means you haven't heard. <laughs> if you found that boring, because that's super exciting. Hmm? <laughs> that's super exciting, and that's just the beginning. That's the 101 of Vedanta, the 101 of real spiritual life. That's just where it begins. This book is about the 108. This is a book is about the consciousness of consciousness, not just the difference between matter and, 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 and consciousness and your consciousness, not matter. That's that you are a unit of experiential existence as opposed to being a unit of non-experiential existence like matter. That's like incredible, incredible concept. You're something that neti, neti, neti. What can you say about it? You're not like anything in this world. There's nothing in the objective world that the subjective self, constitutive consciousness, is like. You're entirely different. How can you define something if you have nothing to compare it to? Hmm? That's why the Ghanis, they can't say much. They can only say what it's not. When you There's some Ananda in that. But Bhakti Ananda, that's another thing. Then hmm? there's qualities, leelas, pastimes. What does that mean? That means we're not just talking about the difference between matter and consciousness, which itself could make your hair stand on end. When you understand that, you, you, you have to understand, when you understand it really, that's the end of all fear, all anxiety. The, the anxiety that pervades material existence. If you knew the extent to which you existed, you'd have no fear. But no fear and no anxiety, as positive as that sounds, 
is negative in comparison to what Krishna consciousness is about. I've said before, the karmic world puts us in negative numbers. Gyanmarg brings us to zero. It's positive in relation to negative numbers, but Bhakti is talking about positive numbers. And Chaitanya Charitamrita about you know, up to 1,008, what possibilities there are. Hmm? The king is entering into this. Hmm? Sarvabhoma advises him, hmm? put on the Vaishnava dress, and he knows what's on the mind of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? I always remember many years ago, Ramaswar Prabhu said something to me that always stuck with me. It was very nice. He said, we, we were preparing for the Rathiatra in Los Angeles. At that time, I was a visitor in Los Angeles. I left there maybe 1974 as a wayward, you know, I was kind of born there spiritually. <laughs> That's where I got initiated by Prabhupada. And, and so such fond memories, you know, when you, when you see a video of that, all the people just bring tears to your eyes, all those young people, what we were like, and what, uh, and some of them here today, it's, it's so touching to me. And to all of you, I'm sure, who who were there, or other temples, but Los Angeles was, was I mean, I joined a, a traveling Sankirtan party with a pregnant wife, but <laughs> but I came to land, it probably didn't let me leave Los Angeles because she was too pregnant, and I think he had some other plans for me <laughs> as well, but... <clears throat> Oh, well, just to think of that, it just takes to lose my train of thought there. Uh, beautiful uh, times, but um, what was the point? At any rate, um, Rathiyatra. So I was there for, uh, you know, I was visiting uh, uh, as a sannyasi, and, and Ramasur looked at me and said, this is the day, the one day in the year that we know what the deity is thinking. Like, wow, you know, his mind is going like, isn't that incredible, you know? Of course, here it is. It's, it's in the Chaitanya Charitamrita. What jaga on this day? What jaga on this day? I thought, that is really cool. That, that is a way to... Because, you know, a lot of times the Rathiyatra is, is thought of, and appropriately so, as a way for outreaching to others and preaching and so forth, but, but it's very internally deep. Hmm. A really rich vein of Gaudiya Vaishnavism here in these chapters. Hmm. And Sarvabhama Bhattacharya, he knew what was on Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mind. He knew at a certain point in the kirtan, he will go to the garden and he will be tired and he will lie down and he will be absorbed in Radhabhav. Hmm. He will be absorbed in the central leelas of the Bhagavat. Hmm from Radha's perspective, hmm? the, the Rasulil, he, and so he advised the king, you go there, go there in ordinary dress. Hmm? The guru is so valuable. Hmm? Hmm? You dress like this, approach him like this, and then you recite these songs. Hmm? Oh, this is, this is nice. It doesn't go too much longer, but stay with me. It's beautiful. Hmm? When Mahaprabhu, he says what? Hmm? So, Sabhakte Agya Nila Jodahatahan Prabhupad Dharipade Sahasa Kuriya. Maharaj Prataputra was so humble that with folded hands he took permission from all the devotees. Humble, I mean, he's the king. Okay? He's taken off his turban, royal dress. He's dressed like, like a commoner, but a common, an uncommoner, because he's a Vaishnav. Hmm? 
a Vaishnava, a, a, a rank and file devotee, humbly. Hmm? Uh, and uh, so he approaches then with great courage. He fell down and touched the lotus feet of the Lord. In other words, he got courage from Sarvabhauma, hmm? his guru. Hmm? You can do this. <laughs> you can do this. Approach him. This is, he's been trying, you know, in so many ways to get the darshan, making petitions, asking different devotees, um, you know, trying to get their grace that he could get Mahaprabhu's. It's been going on for chapters, building up. It's 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 an extraordinary uh, drama. Anki mudi me bumite shayan. He's lying down, shayan bumite on the ground, and his eyes are closed, as if asleep. He's in a trance. Anki mudi Prabhu, the Lord Prabhu is in, he's he's in a trance. Nirpati naipunyekore padmasambahana. And in ecstasy of love, the king began to massage his legs. Rasalila Shlokupadi Koren Stavan Jayatite Dikom Adhyay Korenapatan. Then what did so what what did he begin to uh, do? Then he began to recite. He began to recite songs from the Bhagavatam. Rasa Lila Shlokopadi Korenastaban. He took a, 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 a shloka from Rasa Lila. Jayatite Adikam. This is Kirtan in Krishna Lila. At this point in Rasa Lila, Krishna had disappeared from the gopis with Radha. Now he's disappeared from Radha. All the gopis have surrounded her to, to, to console her. And the measure of their feelings in separation together is extreme. And to mitigate the, the pain of their separation, they begin to, to do kirtan. Hmm? This is their way. And by this kirtan, Krishna becomes attracted. Hmm? He comes. He's there in his name. This is the teaching, of course. Hmm? So this is the first verse of the Gopi Gita. This would be 29, 30, 31, 31st chapter of the 10th canto. Hmm? There's, I don't know, maybe 19, 20 songs. They're very, very beautiful uh, poetry. In all of these verses, the first and the seventh syllable in each line rhyme. And each of the, in the first word, of each pada, of each line, the second consonant is the same. Hmm? There's a famous one that's going to come, and I'll show you that as we, as we, as we go to it. But first, he chants Jayati Tedikam. This means the beginning of the Gopi Gita. It means glorious Adikam is this Brindaban. The verse is glorious is exceedingly Adikam, exceedingly glorious is is Brindaban, hmm? because Krishna has taken his birth here. Hmm? And here, the goddess of fortune is trying to trying to live. So it means it's a way of saying this place is better than Vaikuntha. Hmm? The goddess of fortune is trying to live here, and she lives here with her jewelry off, humbly, hmm? meditating, aspiring to enter into the Rasalila. Hmm? This came up the other day. We were talking about Rupa Goswami's song. 
Radhe Jai Jai Madhava, Gokul Tarani Mandala Mahite. <laughs> uh, Madhava means husband of the goddess of fortune. So uh, that's one of the meanings. So the, Narayan is, is the husband of the goddess of fortune and the goddess finds out that Narayan has a girlfriend. This is Radha. It's a problem. So she... So that in the form of Madhava Krishna, of course. So she wants to enter the Rasa dance. So she goes there and Vrindavan, of course, she takes off her jewelry. She puts on the white cloth and shaves her head and starts eating fruits and roots and things that have fallen from the trees and performing tapa austerities and sacrifices and so forth to enter the Rasa Lila. And Krishna appears. These are mentioned in Bhagavatam, of course. Uh, these verses of her aspirations and so forth. Mahaprabhu asked Venkatabhata about this in joking in South India. He said, you know, you worship uh, Lakshmi Narayan um, in your Sampradaya, and that's good, but I have a question about that. He said, why is it that Lakshmi, who's got a reputation for being the most chaste lady, wanted to give up Narayan's association and consort with Krishna? Her question, her chastity seems to be in question. Hmm? Venkata said, no, no, that's not a problem. Hmm? You see, Krishna and Narayan, they are one. That is the same, it's not a different thing. Hmm? Krishna and Narayan are one. This is one of the pastimes of Narayan, that he sometimes appears as Krishna. That's the Vaikuntha perspective. Hmm? Mahaprabhu said, oh, well, thank you for relieving me of that uh, anxiety, because I don't want to think that, you know, Lakshmi is unchaste. That would turn the religious world upside down. But that brings another question up for me. Mm, yes, I will answer. Venkata's now, you know, teaching Mahaprabhu. <laughs> and Mahaprabhu says, how come she wasn't able to enter the Rasa dance? At this thought, he said, you must be joking, and, and passed out. How could anybody ask such a question? Nobody's asked such a question. What kind of thinking is that? But it, Yes, she wasn't able to. Of course, the teaching is because she didn't follow in the footsteps of the gopis, which is the Gaudiya teaching, how to do that. Hmm? Krishna said, it said elsewhere in other Puranas, Krishna appeared and said, what are you doing here? I want to enter the Rasa dance. You can't do it like that. You've got to give up your husband. You've got to marry somebody else. And then, you know, <laughs> she said, no way, I can't do that. That's not Lakshmi. Then you can't enter the Rasa dance. Hmm? But she's living there. Hmm? And her living there, this first, first verse of Gopi Gita, is, is a way of saying, this Vrindavan is better than Vaikuntha. Hmm? Lakshmi is living there with a shaved head, hmm? hoping that still that she could you know, enter into the full spirit of it. Hmm? Meanwhile, there are thousands of other Lakshmis, which makes her look insignificant. Uh, and they have a special kind of love. Only by following them can you enter in there. And this is the kind of love that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu embodies in the highest reach and comes to give to the world. So, so he's the, the uh, Pratapurudramash is, is singing this verse, and Sunite 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 Prabhu Santoshapar, Bal Bal Boli Prabhu Boli Bar Bar, Bal Bal Boli Prabhu Boli Bar Bar. Mahaprabhu speaking. When Mahaprabhu heard these verses, he was pleased beyond limits, and he said again and again. Go on reciting, Bole Bharba, go on reciting, say more, say more. Tobukatamritam Shlokaraj Jepodila Uti Premoveshi Prabhu Alingana Goila. As soon as the king recited the verse beginning with the words 
The Lord immediately rose out of ecstatic love and embraced him. Now he stood up and he embraced the king. Hmm? Upon hearing the verses cited by the king, Mahaprabhu said, You have given me invaluable gems, but I have nothing to give you in return. Therefore, I'm simply embracing you. Hmm? And he cites the verse, this is, a, of course, has been made a famous verse by Krishna Kaviraj Goswami, by Mahaprabhu. Hmm? Amongst the verses of the Gopi Gita, which, is, which are... Kirtan, they are songs. This is a song about song. Hmm? This is the song of songs. Hmm? This is a song about the efficacy of song about Krishna. What is the meaning? Tabokata amritam. Your kata is amritam. One way to understand this is you, Krishna, your speech is, is amrit, means nectar. Mrityam means death. Amritam means deathless. Your speech is deathless nectar. Hearing you speak hmm, brings an end to birth and death. Tabukatamritam tapta jivanam. Tapta jivanam. The jivanam, tapta, means suffering, punishment. Hmm? Uh, the jiva is undergoing uh, punishment, suffering, uh, pains, of, pains of material existence. And this, your talks, when you speak, hmm, like when you've spoken Bhagavad Gita, for example, that is Tabakatamrita, that brings an end to the suffering of Jeevas. That means that this talk of Krishna is not like the nectar of heaven. The word Amrit is often used in relation to heaven, where there is thought to be long life, and it's so long you might as well say it's forever, although Prapipunya, what is that verse in Gita? Again, coming down after a long time. You can go there for a long time, but it's, you'll come back. So he wants to say uh, 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 that uh, this is not like the so-called Amrit, which is the popular idea of Amrit in, in the Varnashram, that you go to heaven. No. By his talk, this is, this is not the, the greater balance of the Veda, which is flowery hmm, and dealing with the modes of nature. Hmm. This is uh, Vedanta. This, is, uh, this, this will give you eternal life, is the idea. Hmm. By hearing his talk, you will get eternal life. So it's, his talk is not... The nectar of his talk is not like the nectar of heaven. That's a different thing. Another way, tap the jivanam. Tap the jivanam means the suffering of the jivas, but it also can mean the suffering of the devotees. Hmm. What is the suffering? Krishna says there, devotees suffer. Paritranaya sadhanam vinashaya I come to relieve the suffering of my devotees. What kind of devotees are they? And what are they suffering from? <laughs> hmm. they, have suffer- they have practiced for so long for so many lifetimes. Hmm. 
they've reached a point in their practice that they cannot bear the thought of not of, of not having his association, and he cannot bear the thought of not having their association. So their pain, the dark night of their soul, if you will, to use a Christian phrase, the pain of their separation, this is what he comes for. And then as a byproduct, he establishes dharma and so on and so forth to mitigate their pain. That means what? The Tobokatamritam, your talks, not only they are not the, they are not the nectar of heaven, it's not like that. They give eternal life, but more than that, hmm? these devotees who feel like this for you in separation, they have they're they're they they've already way past Mama Janmani Janmani Fore. Hmm? That's it back in Sadhana Bhakti. I have no interest even in, in being coming free from birth and death. Nadanam Najanam Nasundurim Kobitamba. I only want bhakti. I don't. I'll make it to China. I don't want anything. I only want bhakti means I don't want anything. I don't even care to be free from birth and death. So they don't need liberation for birth and death. So it means that this this talks your talks. Not only do they, are they not the nectar of heaven, they are not the nectar of of Brahman or the Gyanmarg either. Hmm? That's another way of thinking about immortality and, 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 and Amrit. Tamsi ma jyoti gama, mityam amritam gamayo, these general ideas. No, this, your talks give relief from the pangs of separation. They give, they give union. Dadami buddhi yogam tam. Tesham satatayuktanam bhajatam pritipubakam. There seems to be a contradiction. Tesham satatayuktanam. They are fully absorbed. Satatam yuktanam. Priti puvakam. Priti means prem, love. They have love for me. They're absorbed in me. They're constantly thinking of me. I tell them how to come to me. How do you tell somebody to come to you that's already with you for all intents and purposes? Hmm? They're with you in separation. Hmm? You want to give them union? Dadami Buddha Yogam Tam. You tell them how to meet you under the tree. This is a very high idea. Hmm? So he said, these talks about your of yours, they're very extraordinary. They have nothing to do with karma or gyan, is the implication. You know, these gopis, they came, they heard the flutes on the Krishna, they came to the forest at night to meet Krishna. And Krishna said, I don't think you should be here. For so many reasons. If you study the reasons, he said, for these reasons of dharma, that means karma mark. For these reasons of gyan, you should not be here. He's testing them. Is your bhakti gyan karma anavritam? Is it shuddha? Is it uttam bhakti? Or is it mixed? If it's mixed, you can't come here. Hmm? Uncovered by gyan and karma. And they, all of his questions, of course, they answer and they turn around. He says, the dance, let the dance begin. They, have the, they come here. They're shuddha bhakti. They're following properly. Hmm? This is our, our mark, our path. Hmm? So, this Harikata, this, here we're speaking, Krishna speaking, it's not about, uh, it's not the karma mark that's being advocated, it's not, it's not the Gyan mark. Tabukatamritam tapta jivanam kavibir iditam karma sapam. First, it's Krishna's talk. 
But then we find the verse is saying, and other people talk about him. That's also Krishna Kata. Kavibir Iditam means explained Iditam Kavibir by the Kavis, like Krishna's Kaviras, the Adi Kavibhyas, and so forth. They talk about you. That talk about you, the implication, that talk about you is better than your talk. Your talk could be misconstrued to be about karma or dharma. There are many interpretations of Bhagavad Gita. Hmm? Your talk, you, you try to satisfy everybody. You're a little bit of a people pleaser. Hmm? <laughs> you kind of try to satisfy everybody. And then there's a place for all kind of things. And there's a place for gyanis. There's a place for karmis. And so, and so you, you, know, you cater to them. Your talks do that. But the talks of your devotees about your talks, the purports, that's another thing. Hmm? Then we get a real clear eye. They know how you feel. Hmm? So they know what you really mean when you speak. We find it from them. Hmm? You know, when Prabhupada was writing his Gita commentary at one point in New York, he, he, said, he, he suggested, let's use Dr. Radhakrishna's translation. <laughs> Plug that in. And, and somebody said, maybe Perdum or somebody you hired, you'd be like, you can't do that, Prabhupada. That's like Radhakrishna's translation. He said, what do you mean? It's Krishna's words, Prabhupada said. It's Krishna's words. As long as, anyway, but his point was, as long as my purport is there, then, hmm, then Krishna's words will be properly understood. Ultimately, he did the translation himself. Hmm. So the words, the Krishna kata of the devotees, this is superior to Krishna's kata, Krishna speaking himself. That will never be misunderstood, hmm, or it's hard to misunderstand. Hmm? <laughs> Therefore, we need more devotees to explain it further. Hmm? And this kind of talking, Kalmashapanam means sins, kalma. Hmm? It means it has the power to destroy all sins. This is the teaching of Rupa Goswami in Bhaktivedanta Sindhu. Well, the first characteristic of Shuddha Bhakti is what? Kleshagni. What does Kleshagni mean? Removal of suffering. What is suffering? That is karma. And it has from parabdha to from aparabdha to parabdha, from unmanifest all the way to the manifest. And there's an important point being raised here. The Krishna Kata, Hari Kata, hmm? the chanting of Krishna's name, which is included in that, for example. Hmm? This bhakti, this has the power to remove even the parabdha karma. Gyan does not. The Gyan Marg cannot remove the prabdha karma. Gyan Mark is Satbhagun. That's mentioned in Gita. Hmm? It can remove the avidya that karmic implication suffering arises from. But the present manifest karma, it cannot remove. But bhakti has the power to remove. Look here. This is what is teaching on the wall. Mahabhu took the body of Haridas Thakur. Hmm? What does that mean? He has Malecha's body, an outcast, a Yavana, his body. Hmm? But Mahabhu was embracing his body and dancing with it. And with his own hands, he began to dig in the sand at Puri, the place where that body would be placed. And he said, whoever worships this place, they'll become purified. He's saying, the Prabhda means this is Prabhda, manifests karma. It's, it's, it's not, it looks like karma. But it's not. He is the Nama Charja. Yanama Deha Shabananu Kirtanad Yat Pravanad Yat Smaranad Kapikachit Sadyopi Sadya Savanaya Kalpate. You know this verse? This is from third canto of Bhagavatam. 
Rupa Goswami cites this as Pramana verse to give evidence for the fact that bhakti and yanamadeha, beginning with nam, chanting, kirtana, has the power to remove the prabhda karma. This is very extraordinary. It's like if you have a cold. Okay, what, if you, if you, if somebody's got a cold in the room and so you keep, you know, you take some vitamin C or some precautions, maybe you won't catch it. But once you've caught it, well, there's nothing you can do. You gotta just wait it out. Hmm? So this is how it's thought in general with the prabhda karma. You wait it out. The jnani becomes self-realized. He's a jivan mukta in this life. But he has to wait for his prabhda karma to play itself out. He doesn't react to it. It plays it out. That's called death. Hmm? But for the devotee, it's another thing. Hmm? Krishna has a purpose for him. Mahatmanas tu maamparta daivim prakritim ashrita. That another fuel. Hmm? Daivim prakritim. He's taken shelter of that. This is bhakti devi, swarup shakti, moving under that influence in this world. This sadhaka day, as I said earlier, this is a special thing. Hmm? This should be taken care of. Hmm? It doesn't belong to you. It belongs to Krishna. It belongs to your guru. You belong to them. Hmm? Use it accordingly, appropriately. Hmm? It has the power to remove even the prabhda karma. Hmm? And still you, you won't die. Hmm? Like the jnani, because Krishna has a purpose for you. Twofold purpose. What is the purpose? One, to share this with others. And two, you're already liberated after asakti, entering the bhava bhakti, but now you have to cultivate prem also. Hmm? That in eternal meditative body they will be cultivated. And still externally you will engage in preaching and so on and so forth. Hmm? So, Shravana Mangalam, he says, hmm? When the cubbies, they talk about you, it has the power to remove all sins. Hmm? You're understood on no uncertain terms that what you're talking about is not karma or gyan. Hmm? You, who, you, what, what is the purpose? Approach Krishna for things. Approach Krishna to get away, away from things. Hmm? This is meaningless. Hmm? Things, won't, things will, will hinder you from understanding yourself. People approach for things. This is a childish idea of religion. Therefore, Krishna says, I'm spiritual, not religious. Sarvadharman pratyaja, mami kam, sharanam We want experiential spiritual life in the here and now, not just a religious orientation to our human life. Hmm? This is supposed to be revolutionary and exciting. Hmm? Krishna consciousness, that you... you, you uh, eager to wake up in the morning and 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 hear the next discussion and then share it with others and so forth. Really, in the beginning, the Prabhupada's mission, as I recall it, we we have to have, we'd have a guy come, for example. I remember Bhubaneswar. Remember Bhubaneswar when he first came to the Los Angeles Temple. We told him, "Look, if you can sleep in a van outside in the parking lot for one week and come to all the programs, then we'll let you join. We'll know you're serious." You know. We weren't like begging people to join necessarily. We were like enlivened by what we were doing and thinking it was was a great honor and a privilege. And uh, we'll share it with you, but you know you have to understand what it is and so forth. So this kind of excitement about it. I mean, the guy said, "I'll stick with the van. Whatever it takes." You know, I want to join you people. This is the kind of we have to have the kind of sadhana that makes us excited, that, such that people, we we in ourselves create a teachable moment just by our very existence. And people want to know, what is it about you? What, what makes you tick? 
Hmm? It's exciting, and they and and, and of course, once you have the teachable moment, you can begin to the task, the consuming, as I said, mental task, absorbing task of trying to. Well, where do I begin? <laughs> what is it that makes me? Where do I begin? And try to share it with them. Hmm? And as you do, you become that much more absorbed. And so this is bodhayantas parasparam tushanti cha, ramanti cha. So anyway, Shravana Mangalam, then it removes all the karma. Hmm? Shravana Mangalam, just by hearing that auspiciousness is created. Srimad Atatam, and that Atatam, that dissemination of that, that speaking about that, that sharing of that, it brings wealth. Srimad means wealth. Proper translated as spiritual power. Hmm? Why? Because Srimad means, in one sense, referring to Sri, this is the potency. Hmm? Bhagwan, hmm? what does it say? What does he say in Chaitanya Charitamrita? Krishna's Kaviraj? Krishna Shakti Vinayanahi, Tar Pravartana. Krishna Shakti Vinayanahi. Without Krishna Shakti, hmm? Nam Pravartana, in Krishna Sankirtan, it is not possible. Effectively, you may turn somebody's head a little bit intellectually, even by just regurgitating some dogma that you've heard and memorized, but have no feeling for and have not allowed to go into your heart and bring effect a change. But if you've listened well hmm, and, 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 and allowed that to affect the change, you will listen to everybody. That's how to preach. You have to listen to people. You have to see that Krishna consciousness is in everybody. Nobody's saying, you probably just say consciousness means Krishna consciousness. Hmm? You understand? Hmm? Then you know how to talk to them. Hmm? It's not like I'm up here teaching and you're, you're down there. The teacher is learning. That's how I learned. You know, I'm not an educated person. I had I barely got out of high school. I learned at the airport. I asked, people, "What do you do? <laughs> What's that? You know, I'm I'm a this or a that." And I, I that's how I basically got educated. I would listen to them, and I would actually care about them, because I knew somebody cared about me, and I could feel it. Somebody cared about me. That's why I was standing there because I thought. How can I pay that back? And that's what's being said here. Srimad Atatam means this. Yes, it means empowered. Srimad means wealth also. Sri means wealth. And wealth, is, what is the wealth? We're taking people's money. Where's the wealth that we're giving them? We're talking about Krishna Kata. Take this book, Hare Krishna, and give us your money. How are they getting wealthy? It says, the people who do this, they make you wealthy. They make other people wealthy. What is the wealth? That is the Premadhan. Golokar Premadhan. Harinam Sankirtan. This is wealth. Hmm? And that place, it is described so beautifully that what? Hmm. There, what is that verse from Brahma Samhita? Sri Akanta Kanta Parama Purusha Kalpataravo Duma Bumishin Tamani Ganamaito Yamamitam Kataganam Natam Gamanam Bamsi Prayasaki. All these descriptions, so nice. What is it saying? Oh, there, the land, the ground is Chintamani. Hmm? Uh, it, it, you take a stone from there and touch lead, it will turn into gold. The trees are kalpabriksha, wish-fulfilling trees. Kamdenu, the cows, you can milk anything out of their udder. You think, I want to go there, it sounds like a great place. <laughs> but then what are the people doing there? They have no interest in anything other than loving Krishna. They could have milked anything out of that udder. Hmm? But they have no interest in anything other than Krishna. What is the wealth of Prem? Hmm? And what is money? Huh, that is poverty. 
when you when you when you when you when you don't when you can burn money then you have then you're rich. Of course, we burn it in fire of Sankirtan. <laughs> but that's another thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People say, "Why build a temple for God? What does He need?" Hmm? The answer is, "What do you need money for?" That's killing you. Hmm? That's keeping you separate. Hmm? You're creating a separate world by that. Hmm? Let go of that. Throw it in the fire of Sankirtan. Let a temple rise hmm? and live real wealth. Be a rich person. Hmm? Get the premadan. Golokev premadan. Harinam Sankirtan. This is the wealth hmm, that we were giving. And we got that. Hmm? That's why, for example, I would stand at, I mean, just use me as an example. Forgive me for talking about myself. But it just, it, it, we felt we had been given something very valuable. Hmm? So we felt Vishwanath Chakratakar, I believe, in commenting on this verse in Bhagavatam says, you get a wealth from these people who speak Harikata that you can never ever repay. That's what you get from this Harikata. Hmm? You can never repay it. So the, the feeling is that I have a debt. I've incurred a debt forever. So it's not idle. There's busy. There's active life, hmm? active life, and then to share that. So we stood there and we felt like I got something, and and if I just move a little bit, you could have it. Hmm? I can't do that. I just move a little bit and push my mind a little bit and my body, and you could have that. What what that will mean to you, even if you don't know it at the moment. What that will mean to you, probably just to say, if they just touch the book. I mean, that electrified us, that thought. That electrified us. Just like going, like, <laughs> touch somebody, you know. Like, you know, brush up against somebody that you know he wouldn't stop, you know. We were like that. Crazy. Hmm? Actually crazy. Hmm? And for good reason. Love knows no reason. That's a fact. We were, we were in love with him. Hmm? Why? Hmm? Because he loved us. And when you, much as you felt that, hmm, and if you were paying attention, it was there. Hmm? Even if he asked, if, if he said, what is his name? Hmm? He may not have remembered your name, but he knew your soul. Hmm? And what is, his, what is her name? Ah, yes. Yeah. And she's doing that. Hmm? Hmm? And because we felt loved, hmm, then we could, we could love. Hmm? We could love and share this wealth with other people. This is our burden, a burden that we've been burdened by love with this kind of task. So it says these people who do this in this world, these people are most uh, most dear. These are the, these are the most magnanimous people. To this, Chaitanya Mahabhu got up and he embraced the king. Hmm. Any question? Yes. Uh, at one point, you talked about uh, Sri Chaitanya surrounded by his disciples, explaining your position as a Krishna Leela. Mm. So there is that giving of instead of pronouns. That they could have an ideal to think of in their sadhana. 
No, they are all. You see, the thing about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is, as we said, he is Krishna. And his devotees, they started to realize Nimai Pandit has become a Vaishnav. What kind of Vaishnav is he? And then they would have a flash. He's, he's not only got this extraordinary love for Krishna, but he's giving it out in a way that it's, it's never been seen before. And, 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 they, and they would think, maybe he is Krishna. Is he Krishna? They would go back and forth because he, would, he himself would go between the bhava of a devotee and, and being Bhagwan. Hmm? So they had this suspicion, but then they, would, then they thought, well, if he's Krishna... Where is associates? They have this kind of thinking. Krishna's not alone. Who would think like that? Hmm. If he's Krishna, Krishna's not alone. Krishna means, this is Veda Ved. There cannot be Krishna in our sense of Krishna, Swayam Bhagavan, without Radha. So Prabhupada said, we're interested in the Krishna standing next to Radharani. Hmm. That means she is the embodiment of love, that he is the object of love that corresponds. You need the, the two. This is such intubated bait. It can't be. So all this Vrindavan Leela, hmm? that's why I say, Krishna is more in Vrindavan when he appears absent Vrindavan from Vrindavan and, and personally present in Dwarka. He's more present in Vrindavan than he is in Dwarka. When he's personally present in Dwarka with the queens, and appears to be absent from Vrindavan, the teaching is, he's actually more present in Vrindavan because the love of Vrindavan hmm, exceeds in excellence the love of Dwarka. And wherever the love is, is where he is. Hmm? He's, that's why it said he really never steps a foot outside of Vrindavan. So we don't, we, some people say, you know, have you seen Krishna? We say, I wasn't looking for Krishna. I'm looking for service to Krishna. Love of Krishna. That is the prayogen. Love of Krishna. Hmm? So, so um, they thought, you see, they, they really understood Krishna. If, if this was Krishna, well, his associates have to be here. And then they realized, that's us. Can you imagine that? That's us. This is another Leela. And, and they would go in and out. Hmm? And it started, Mahaprabhu, in the, in the Shiva's, Taku's house, he just all of a sudden one day said, put down the cartels and sat on the altar. Now worship me. And, and he's just like, well, this is me, my pundit. Okay, we do it. You know, <laughs> worship. And then and he started, he, and, he, and he said, Shuklambar. Where is he? Sridhar. And then the devotees would go and fetch them and bring them in. Hmm? These were like, almost like unknown people in the community. But Mahaprabhu knew them. Bring them. Hmm? And then he would tell them, this happened and this happened, and, and, and you were thinking this, and I was thinking, see who I am, and see who you are. And he would show them, and you are such, you are Sri Dham Brahmana, in my Leela, see, Murari, and you are Hanumana. Hmm? I mean, this is incredible. Hmm? So you, <laughs> you're asking, so it sounds like Mahaprabhu was giving the Siddhadeya to everybody for practice. They're not practices. Navandweep is Sadaka Siddhabhumi. It is the Bhumi, the land, where Siddhas play as Sadakas. That's the Leela. The Leela is that they're Sadakas. But there's no Sadakas. <laughs> well, there's, there's perfected Sadakas who enter there. Hmm? It, they're all Siddhas. If you're talking on earth, then there's Sadakas. Bhumi, then there 
Sadakas are reaching their perfection during summer. You're talking about on earth. Okay. Yeah, on, on, when a man manifests on earth, there are sadhakas. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So, if you want to enter into the Vrindavan Leela, this is one course you can take. You, t- you develop Dasya Bhakti for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and your Guru. Hmm? Hmm? And by, through Ramsan Kirtan. Hmm? Enter the Navadvip, and Mahaprabhu will give you your, your, give you your Siddhadeha. <laughs> so go to, you enter the Kirtan of these, they, they, there. That's where he's revealing it. Hmm? But it's not a. It's the, the, it's not to be used as as you're thinking of it as a precedent for. Well, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was revealing us to today, and they were and they were practicing on something. They're not practitioners. No, I mean, God, Shivas, and so forth. They're they're just they're just his eternal associates. They came with him. And it's another leela, and there he's showing it, and then it then it becomes obscured, and it's back. That's core leela. He enters into Krishna leela and kirtan, then he comes back out. Hmm? In and out, so the devotees go in and out with him, something like that. Yes, Marsh. In the beginning of your class, you were explaining that some sects were thinking Chaitanya is an avatar of Narayan. Yeah, they do. And you were saying, but when the Gaudiya Vaishnavas analyzed and looked at Chaitanya, they saw qualities that don't even exist in Narayan, only in Krishna. You mentioned... Uh, mm-hmm. Prima Madhurya. Yeah. Yeah. Could you say what exactly those qualities are? Well, what I was saying was that, that... That Krishna has, but even Narayan does not. Yeah, Krishna has qualities that even Narayan does not have. Hmm? And that what I was saying is one of them is called Prema Madhurya. That means he's surrounded by devotees endowed with a very extraordinary kind of love. Hmm? Hmm? Prema Madhurya, yeah, that's one. And and that that idea comes out in Brahma Samhita where it said, Lakshmi Sahasata Sata Sambrahma Sevyamano. Sevyamano means this very special kind of love. This is Prem of Braj, right? It's not like Vaikuntha, reverential love and, and, and so forth. Prema Madhurya. Krishna's, Krishna is what corresponds with the prema madhurya. In other words, Krishna's like, he says, I give myself to people as they surrender to me. Their love is such that he just puts himself in, in, in his hands. So, like, I'm your son. I'm your friend. You know, I'm your... Right? That's prema madhurya. Then the other four, three you're wondering about, right? Prema madhurya. Venu madhurya. Madhurya means sweet. So sweet love hmm, that you don't find in Vaikuntha. Sweet flute. Hmm? Krishna has a flute. Hmm? Even in Dwarka, he doesn't have a flute. Hmm? There he has sometimes shows four arms. This is Vrindavan Leela. Hmm? Mahabhu saw Jagannath with a flute. Uh, he's seeing Jagannath as Krishna in the Vrindavan Leela. So, Prema Madhurya, Vena Madhurya, Rupa Madhurya. We could give a whole lecture on this. It's very, very nice points. Each quality. Rupa Madhurya means he has a very sweet form. Sweet form means, just very basically, Dibuj. Two arms. Four arms means must be God. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Four arms means, you know, you're not ordinary. <laughs> Two arms is sweet. It's, it's human-like. Hmm? Sweet. And everything else about his form, obviously, is, you know, he sees his own form and he becomes intoxicated by it. What is that? For? So, uh, Rupa Madhurya and Lila Madhurya. 
Lila Madhurya means these pastimes are very extraordinary. What are the pastimes of Vishnu? Do you know? I know when he battles demons. Yeah. Yeah, they're not sweet. <laughs> you know, they're very limited. Uh, you know, Vishnu is not. You know, he's he, he, Narayan, for example, in Baikuntha. Yeah, he lives in the palace with Lakshmi. Comes out, gives blessings. You know, there's a. I I once went to a temple in South India, Padmanabhachet, a huge. It's like a city. You know, and and they worship uh, Krishna there in awe and reverence. Narayan. It happened to be a Kadasi. I walked in and, and into the temple, and and then they had they had an elephant in there and and trumpets and and they bring out the the Vijay deity, the small deity on a on a on a on a palanquin, and they take him like twenty feet and with Brahmins chanting, you know, and symbols, and then they go another twenty feet and stop again and recite some other verses, and then all the way around the temple, there are little little deities of little avatars, as they're thought, of Narayan, the Krishna, you know, and Ram and and they say something about him, and it's like it was very overtly different and transcendental. We call it adhoksaja, the lila of Krishna, the Madhuri, lila Madhuri, It means it's aprakrita. Prakrita means mundane. Aprakrita means it looks like it's mundane, but it's not. It's actually super transcendental. So obviously, Krishna has very sweet pastimes: enchanting, endearing, nothing like. Narayan or uh, Narasimha or others. So these are the four qualities of, uh, of Krishna that make him unique. It's one of the ways we build a case for Krishna's two Bhagavan Swayam. Anything else? Hare Krishna. Srila Prabhupada ki jai. Hare Bo. Govit Premanande. Gaur Bhakti Bhinda ki jai. Ikadasi Bratta ki jai. Mahaprasad ki jai.